Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Com Games, uh, West Coast Eagles are playing the Crows. Fremantle, gee, they're faltering. Oh. And who better to talk about than a young man from Western Australia, Ryan Daniels. Ryan, thanks for your time. How are you? Yeah, good, guys. How are you going? Going well. Can we start with the Commonwealth Games? It's been a great coverage. Um, Australia dominating. Have they gone better than we hoped? Worse or round where we are, because they seem to be winning every second medal going round. Yeah, it's a good question, mate. I, look, everyone expects us to do really well at the Com Games every time, don't they? I think you know this thought that we're going to win every single gold, and so far we've ticked off most of the golds that we were expecting to win. I suppose the the one that's gotten away so far is the is the women's uh, medley from this morning with featuring Emma McKee. And it was a bit of a shock that England beat us in that. But other than that, we've, we've been pretty good. And even our cycling team on the track, we didn't really expect that many gold medals from such a young team. But Matty Glates's gold on the last day of the track cycling really capped off a fantastic meet um, for the track. So, look, I think we'd probably be slightly ahead um, of where we thought we were going to be. I know a lot of the, um, the tips were sort of... Uh, high 50s, low, mid-50s gold medals, and yep. and we're probably on track for, for bang on that, I'd say. You always get the comment, it's not the Olympics, and we know that. It's the Commonwealth Games, but there's been some amazing yeah. times, though, and that's what you have to go back to. If, uh, if someone breaks a record in the pool, I mean, that's a record wherever you are. Yeah, look, and you can only beat who's there. I mean, like, obviously the US isn't there, China, Russia, these sort of bigger bigger nations that do really well at the Olympics as well. But as you say, the times are good. And, and I kind of expected this because the Olympics was only a year away. Like we don't normally have them this close together. So a lot of these athletes who are at the Olympics, they're still, they kept training and they just kept their peak conditioning and peak form up. And then they've come out and they've backed it up. So I think it's in that sense, one of the best com games we've ever seen, just from the high level of output we've seen from the elite athletes. Um, and I, I'm surprised because of the time of the games themselves. Ryan, but it's great experience for those youngsters, isn't it? Now, you know, we've seen some yeah. headlines from the youngies, and it's a it's a great meet because it's almost the next step is the Olympics, as you've just said. So I used to think, oh, it's maybe second or third or even fourth, but it's not about that. It's actually youngsters. We know the cha- the champs are the champs, but they're getting a great experience at a really big meet. Yeah, that's it, bloody. And you find like Molly O'Callaghan comes yep. out and and has an unexpected victory, and she's now she's got seven medals at these games. It's insane. Um, and then you look at Maddie Richardson on the track, and no one thought he's doing anything coming here, and he walks away with two gold medals. Like you're right, this is where we find the next Emma McKeons uh, and the next Maddie Glazers and these these dominant athletes that can come out and be stars at the next Olympics. It's it's a process and. And it gives them a chance to really stand up and go, hey, I'm, I'm pretty good. I belong. And, and that confidence can do wonders for them. And the other thing, talking about experiences, I was watching the other night, as we do most nights, and Bruce McAvaney calling the athletics. I mean, you know, he, he's oh. had his troubles, but 
You know, he didn't think he'd be there. I, was, I read the story, and I know that Bruce really well, and we catch up with him and Andy quite a bit. But it was just great to hear Bruce calling. I mean, he is a freak, isn't he? He's been the freak of commentary for many, many years. He is. And, and, and as you would know, one of the nicest blokes in the world and does the work. Um, you know, like he's old school. Like he does his own research for the bulk of it. He, you know, he, he cares so much. And the thing about Bruce is, Whitey, I reckon you're watching the athletics and there's, there's the races where there's not even an Aussie in it. And somehow Bruce gets you to invest in, in so, eight athletes yeah. you've never yeah. heard of from countries that you don't care about. And it's you're sitting there on the edge of your seat going, oh, no, the guy from Ghana didn't win. And it, it's it's like... He does that like nobody else can do. In the lead-up to these games, I was doing all my prep, and one of the things I had to do for Seven was interview Bruce for an internal sort of, you know, look for all the people who work at Seven. And I was more nervous about that than doing anything I've ever done in my career because there's just so much respect for Bruce. But, of course, I didn't have to worry because you just lob up whatever question and Bruce would knock it out of the park. And, yeah, he's a true professional and an absolute um, icon in Australian sport. Tell us about the thoughts surrounding Cody Simpson because to me he's been the biggest yeah. story of the games. He hasn't won a gold medal but made a final and to to come from where he has you know a world class uh, singer uh, everybody knew then he he turns back to the pool after not being in it for you know a number of years to do what he's done Ryan I mean I think that is the story. It is remarkable like I mean you think about it, it was 10 years basically that he was a swimmer a pretty good swimmer as a junior. And then he stops swimming for, like you say, 10 years. And it becomes a pop star, hangs out with Justin Bieber, dates Miley Cyrus. And oh. he goes, actually, you know what? I want to have this swimming thing, give it another crack. Jumps back in and makes the Commonwealth Games team and performs really well. Like, yeah, he didn't walk away with a swag of gold medals, but he, he did well. And he got a couple of, of medals to hang around his neck as well. So I think we're just seeing the beginning with him. And I think for the, the Olympics, which is only, what, two years away now, um, we're going to see something pretty special. Do you know what? Prior to this, the headlines, of, let's just say the boyfriend-girlfriend bit between... The love triangle. Yeah, the love triangle. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it great for the Commonwealth Games, though? Everyone was talking about the Commonwealth Games. Sure, the people involved, <laughs> yeah. but it was the best publicity thing I've ever seen for years. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah, look, and that's always part of it. Sport we, These days, sport and, and drama and... Um, the reality TV aspect of it and these the, the personal lives of these athletes, people get to know them and they invest heavily in them. And um, I think most of those, that trio handled themselves really well. You know, I think um, there were moments, I suppose, that, you know, that they might wish that they could handle things slightly differently. But at the end of the day, they came out and they swam really well and they, they performed on the big stage. And as you said, it got people talking bloody. It, it got people interested in, um, in the sport in a different way. Um, and that's all, you know, I suppose our other athletes that play you know, year in, year out on the big stage, like, say, in the AFL, they're used to that sort of, um, you know, the, the stuff that comes with playing, you know, the, the rumours and the romance of it all. Uh, but our swimmers sort of got that thrown in their face in this occasion. And as I said, I think they all handled it really, really well at the end. Turning to footy, the West Coast Eagles have seen to have been doomed from pretty well round one with all their health issues. Um, is there a future there, Ryan? I mean, they've got a lot of older players. They don't seem to have many... Yeah. Um, outstanding youngsters who haven't had the picks. But where do you see West Coast? Is it going to be a, a slow burn, you think? Yeah, it, it probably is. I think the list isn't. It, the list was set up to compete from sort of that 2018 to 2020 mark. And, you know, the COVID year, I think, was the year where they, they probably thought, well, oh, geez, we could have a crack here in 2020. And then you spend half the year in Queensland and, and, you know, things don't go your way and suddenly that window shuts. Um, and then for the last two years, they've been slowly working backwards. 
Um, they don't have the elite young depth on the list. Like even you look at you know, Adelaide, you might say that they haven't performed, but you can see the green shoots. You know, yep. you can see a Phil Thorpe, you can see a Sam Berry. You know, you can see these guys coming through. And you think of Rochelle even, like, you know, the Eagles don't have those guys on their list at this point. So they've got to go back to the draft. They're going to get a top three pick now that Ashcroft's nominated Brisbane. He'll go one, and then North will get two, and then and then the Eagles will get the third pick, you'd assume. So they'll get an elite young youngster, hopefully a midfielder. Cully, they picked up in the mid-season draft, looks pretty good, even though he um, it was a bit sloppy last week with that hit. Um, so I think they need to regenerate and find some stuff. The problem's going to be, a lot of those experienced guys aren't ready to retire other than Kennedy and like Hearn's going to play on and, and Shuey deserves to play on. He's, he's been a, a real leader and a Norm Smith medalist. And, and then you've got guys like Tim Kelly, you've got guys like Yo, McGovern. These guys aren't ready to retire. So you're going to be probably okay. sort of in that middle range of the ladder next year if everyone's healthy and you're still not getting the extra use on your list. So it's going to be a slow burn, I think, before the Eagles can contend again. Um, it, it, and, and that's just a, it's a byproduct of the way they were building their list to compete. Yeah, you're quite right. Now, the names I had too, Cripps at Darling and Gaff and, yeah. and McGovern yep. all at 30. Nick, Nick Nat mm. Shuey at 32, uh, Yo's at yeah. 29 and, and Hearn at 35. You think most of those will go on? I think they'll all go on other than well, obviously Kennedy's gone. Yeah, Hearn, yeah. Hearn was basically locked in on the weekend by Russell Gibbs as the chairman. Um, and then Adam Simpson sort of backtracked a little bit and said, oh, look, you know, we're still going to have a conversation. But, look, I think Hearn will go on. I know, I know Shuey and, and Adadui will go on. McGovern's contracted. Yo's contracted. So is Gaff. Um, so is Cripps. So Gee. all of these guys are, are due to play on. There's not going to be a big house clean. If there is anything, you might see the lower to middle end of the list. Guys that were sort of, you know, fringe 22 players that just haven't worked out. They might, those sort of guys might be in trouble. A Jackson Nelson, a Josh Rotham, those types might find themselves on the outer, but those experienced guys, um, they're they're there. Um, So there's at least another year of this sort of the way the list looks. Um, And I think you'll find, Blighty, there's some people at West Coast who think, hey, hold on a minute. If everybody plays and we get Oscar Allen back and, you know, everyone has a full... And Yoey can play 20 games instead of two or three. Mm. Um, Nat, we play a full season. Maybe we could make the eight. And to me, that's dangerous thing because it does often set you back even further. Um, so it'll be a fascinating watch to see how they approach next season. Yeah, they played better footy in the last month. Do you give them a good chance to knock off the Crows at home? Well, it's a big game now with Josh Kennedy. That's the thing. The poor Crows. I mean, obviously, they've had that horror week with the camp stuff again. And then... And then Josh Kennedy says, hey, I'm actually going to play my last game. Um, <laughs> they've run into a buzzsaw. If there was ever a reason for West Coast to lift, I mean, Josh Kennedy, uh, I'm actually writing something for the paper this weekend. I think he's the most loved West Coast Eagle of all time. Like, And that's not just from within the club and, and the supporters, but he's universally respected. Dockers fans like Josh Kennedy, which is saying something. He's he's just been an ultimate pro. He's been He's delivered every single time, big moments, uh, and he's a really good fella. And uh, I think if, if any player on that list was going to inspire them to play even 10% better, it's Josh Kennedy. So I do give him a good chance, and um, I think they'll win. You're actually right, Ryan. I reckon Josh Kennedy's been in the top handful of players in the last 15 years. I love watching yeah. him play. I watch the Eagles yeah. sometimes for those, you know, just because they've got some good players, and he, he is a star. And Darling Kennedy yeah, combination. Darling Kennedy combination. Yeah. Just love him. Hey, look, the other team in town, Frio, Okay, they haven't been perfect, we know that, but gee whiz, I reckon they're surprised most, even with what they've done so far. 
Yeah, they have. And I think um, that was the thing. The start of the season, they sort of shot out of the gates and it was like, hey, Frio, let's take them seriously. And then when we started taking them seriously, they've kind of faltered a little bit. Um, but th- there's still a lot of belief in there. Mm. Look, I think they've got, they've got some issues. You know, the, the Rory Lobb thing is an interesting one. He's had a really good season, but clearly he wants to go. And clearly they've got to be dealing with that. And they've been professional for the most part, all the parties have. But at some point that can take a toll. You know, there's all this talk in the media about Griffin Logue's contract and Blake Aker's contract. And you don't want to be hearing all that stuff when you're trying to win a flag for the first time in your club's history. You don't want chemistry issues or potential disruptions. You just want to get on with it. So I'm really disappointed that that's been played out the way it has. I, I think that's pretty irresponsible on some parts. Um, and then on the field, there's just something slightly off. And I think they were getting a lot of push at the start of the year from their small forwards. Lockie Schultz was great. Michael Frederick was great. Um, and then you throw in uh, Sam Switkowski, who I think is super important to what they do. And he hasn't played in about six weeks. Yeah. And I reckon he's a big reason for the drop-off in form. So they were getting a lot of that. And it will we'll be fascinating to see what they do with their team this weekend. Uh, we aren't far away from getting that through. But I, I think they're going to try to speed things up again and get better delivery into that forward line because it has not worked for the past two or three weeks. Yeah, you make a good point, Ryan. The defence is good. Midfield's good. I think Tabin has been a um, real downer the last uh, pretty well all yeah. year. He's had injuries, comes back, and they need him fit and firing. But and they also seem to struggle when it's wet. They've been smashed in a couple of games yeah. when, it, when it's been wet, their, their game style. Yeah, they're like the gremlins, aren't they? You know, don't get them wet. It's, um, and they do struggle. And Tappan hit the nail on the head. I think he was close to getting dropped this week. I, I do believe they're going to play him. But there was some real talk within that club that, that it might be time to send him down to the Wassel and let him have a go. But the reality is they don't really have a better option at the lower level. Josh Tracy's shown some flashes, but he's probably not quite ready. Um, and Sam Sturt has also shown flashes in the past, but I'm not sure he's ready either. So... They don't exactly have a guy who can just come in and and fill that hole. So I think they'll persist having her and hope that he can turn it around. But it's a massive game for them against the Dogs. If they don't win this one, you can kiss top four goodbye for sure. Yeah. Um, and then if and then the Derby becomes a danger game. GWS becomes a danger game. They haven't sealed a final spot yet. So, but beat the Dogs, top four suddenly back on the car and change in an instant. Yeah, great, great stuff, stuff, Ryan. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the Commonwealth Games and uh, and good luck with your with your Western Australian teams. Beauty, thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.